Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the 61 Indicast. My name is Mike Taundro. Tonight I'm joined by Kyle Stevenson. Okay, no audio. That's fine. Matthew no, I was, Wright. I was clear. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. No, this is a silent episode. And special guest, the one and only Indian former, Jill Grote. Hello, everyone. Hi, Jill. Hi. I was really tempted to just mime. Hello, everyone. But... <laughs> yeah, completely silent episode. We don't. We don't yeah. need impressions at all. Just silence. No. It's like the Pootie Tang of of podcasts. Oh, no my specific God. reference. Come on. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Uh, I haven't thought about that in since it came out. Probably. Highly recommend a rewatch. It probably doesn't uh, hold up. Never mind. Probably does. Uh. Jill, I usually like to start these episodes with like a hypothetical question about like, you know, can we outwit a coyote or something like that? Okay, uh, but I, I want to take this time. It seems to easy. Do, well, do you have any? Yeah, a roadrunner can do it. Roadrunner. Very small brained animal. Hmm. Fair. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> okay. Go. Just, just pretend I didn't say anything. Go, go to your hypothetical. I'm ready. Jill, if somehow folks don't know who you are and who the Indian former is, can you, can you please give me the elevator pitch? On, on Jill. Oh gosh, that is quite the <laughs> hypothetical. The Indian former uh, is a place where you can be enthusiastic, get comfy, just enjoy the indie space in a curated area where you don't have to swim through a million things that you may or may not like, um, and hopefully find your favorite game ever. You know. Indies are a special thing. They connect to people in a very special way. And a lot of times ways uh, big AAA games just can't because of the way that they're built, the way that they're structured. Um, the Indie Informer itself uh, was a result of me leaving Game Informer. The name itself is a nickname I was given while I was at that outlet. Um, still love them very much. And I hope everybody is supporting them. But uh, it started, when did I start? I started last year, September of last year, and uh, it hasn't even been a year yet, and we're Which growing. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It feels like it's been going forever. I feel yeah. like I've been in charge of this for five years. Um, yeah, and it's been an amazing ride. It, I've done things I couldn't even imagine doing. I am so grateful to so many people who are supporting me. Uh, speaking of which, we did just start a Patreon and I was able uh, I should say what the Patreon is. It's uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash the Indian former. Uh, and, and that is allowing me to work with other people, uh, namely John Carson, who is also a former informer, uh, who's starting in July. And that's very exciting to be able to grow this thing that i didn't even know was gonna get off the ground i thought it was just gonna be a way for me to express my own sort of love of indies and hopefully share with some people but that it's it is exploded since last year so i'm very excited about that you deserve all the success in the world i am i mean we Thank all you. are huge fans of yours huge mm -hmm. admirers um you inspire us every single day i love you to death i love your work <laughs> so i'm happy that we're finally uh doing content together it seems right. like it's about damn time right and yeah <laughs> we actually met recently physically in person uh and and it felt like you know i was meeting an old friend and yeah it, and that was fine until you showed me a picture of like a a, a naked Pikmin creature that. <laughs> uh huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that I can't get out of my head now. So, 
for just for clarity. No, no, I, I meant no clarity. Yeah, I want to leave it. <laughs> I meant clean shaven face because it was just, it was just yeah. the head. The head yeah, of a it's it's or the head man. of a Pikmin creature. It's lad. boy. It was a smooth lad, is what it was. It's very smooth lad. <laughs> I, I do want to say, Jill, special thanks for shouting out um, our mini indie showcase we did around GDC time because yeah. that was that was really awesome getting you know more eyes on it it was really really cool to see somebody write up about the things we showed off it was awesome and that was even before like i was really in contact with you guys yeah. i was sort of mm-hmm. i was sort of watching of course anybody who's in the indie space we all sort of watch each other um yeah. keep keep your enemies close you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> real but, i hate you that, that's the honest truth mm-hmm. yeah that's why I sent you the naked Pikmin. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is such a wild thing when you see someone in this space do something and it is the best thing that you've seen, even beyond all of the like, GDC is obviously an established thing and, and people do things for it. And then you see this one showcase that you're like, I'm going to check this out. And it turns out to be amazing. And that was your guys' showcase. It was fantastic. Uh, things in I didn't even know about that I'm so glad I get to know about now. The production value of the show was amazing. Love it. Can't wait for August. Did, you're talking did, about the second one. You're, this, these words do not apply to the first one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I still think you're lying to us, but it's fine. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, also, I want to ask, uh, what is your favorite indie game ever? Do you have one? That's... Favorite questions uh, suck, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I, I like asking them. It, like, it's the same question for like, what's your favorite video game ever? Like, that's an mm-hmm. impossible question, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends on you what you're feeling that day and what connects to me in particular. Uh, a love in my heart for Tunic is obviously something that I'm always praising. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stardew Valley is something that. Uh, in a kind of important time in my life so i hold that very dear um but there yeah there's just so many different indies that i could love on any specific day great i love it yeah yeah tunic's a good answer and stardew is a good answer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have to go back and finish tunic i never finished tunic oh my gosh you're you're missing some of the best content if you haven't finished tunic there's so many games you have to follow the book too and if you haven't You've missed out because okay. I turned into a mad human being. I was just like <laughs> scrawling. I have probably my notebook around here somewhere, just scrawling like notes and like, what about this? What's this? Could this be a thing? Saw a scratch in the sand. Maybe that's a, that's a clue. You became an amateur cart- cartographer. You have just yeah. maps everywhere of that game. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I was yeah. definitely doing the red string thing on the board. <laughs> yeah, the always sunny Charlie Kelly string. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Jill, hell yeah. Great to have you here. Super stoked to have you for a very special episode, a special two episodes, because we, we got you on the hook for for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about Next Fest and everything we played at Next Fest, because, hey, guess what? A lot of video games, a lot of video games coming, a lot of de- demos available, a lot of indie PR people like a certain bald man fighting for attention. But, hey, it's good. It's all good. Uh, but first, let me tell you that you are listening to the 6-1 IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and YouTube.com slash 6-1 Indie. 
supporters on patreon.com slash 61indie can tune in live as we record just like cole aka the good sir and gain access to clocked out the indicast post show maybe we'll talk more about coyotes but if money is tight no worries you can still show your support with a simple click wherever you're listening go ahead and leave this podcast a review follow 61indie on twitter tiktok and now blue sky new update today uh subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61indie and tell your friends all about us what's that face kyle stevenson my face is reacting to Matt's face, who just looks like he's learning how to. I don't. I don't know again. what apps are anymore. Guys. Yeah, don't worry. About it. <laughs> like, is it Blue Sky? Are they responsible for like the Rio animated movies? Right. Like, that's what. That's the, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the same people. Oh, okay. I was uh, sort of terrified you were going to be like the atrocities in the Amazon or something. The atrocities <laughs> in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> responsible. <laughs> Uh, the too long don't read version it's like some of the folks from twitter after that whole gotcha. shit went down they made a that new app sense. and it's been in beta forever um shout out to the pd fans over on patreon kobe cordis jacob mccourt nicole comfrey comfrey jesus humphrey <laughs> jason cole aka the good sir jessica sanchez the compound and jill Grote, the indian former uh <laughs> housekeeping for you mini indie showcase as we already talked about returns on august 31st by the time you're listening to this submissions are closed and we got a lot of fucking work to do (laughs) there's some (laughs) great stuff uh we already secured a lot of exciting things um yeah should be a good time should be a good time kyle flight to new york is booked uh by the time you're listening to this on monday there are a series of let's try videos featuring a bunch of the next fest things we're going to be talking about tonight and next week so go check that out uh and then yeah speaking of youtube go subscribe they, they lowered their requirements for partners and uh yeah we're, we're trying to grow the youtube especially for the mini indie showcase and other secret things that we're working on behind the scenes but enough about my battering around that doesn't make sense uh <laughs> <laughs> chill i want to kick things off with you tell me something you played during next fest so far Oh, we're jumping straight into it. Straight into um, it. There's a lot of games. Yeah, there's a lot of games. Uh, so I have been trying to do things that are not being shouted out in other places or things that I haven't played already in other spaces. Uh, so one of the pl- one of the things that I want to shout out is plum, plum, plum. let's say little Lil Guardsman. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll shout yes. that one out. I was very excited um, for this. Yeah. It, it, has anyone else played? Is I've no. everybody it. still I waiting? Okay. It it, run, it reminds me a lot of Papers Please, right? Where the, you have to it's you're at like a um, yeah in charge of letting people in or not. It's a lot. It's a lot like endearing and like oh yeah, <laughs> way less serious. <laughs> a lot more funny. Way less serious. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me art style wise of Lost in Play. If you've ever seen that. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so imagine that art style melded with papers, please. <laughs> and you've got the idea. Uh, you are a 12 year old girl whose father wants to go off and like bet in the pub. Uh, so instead of letting you go off and play with ogres or whatever, uh, he has brought you into his workplace. He is a guardsman letting people into the city um, and trained you as quickly as humanly possible so he could get off uh, to the to the betting um, on how to let people in or question them. Uh, so you have a, a never-ending pool of fantastical things, people, creatures that come up to you at your little guard booth, and it's your job to figure out 
Like if they're lying, if they have some sort of special conditions that you need to take care of, if they are a threat, if you should allow them in or not. Um, and you get rated at the end of your interactions. And I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but if we do really good this week, we get a pizza party. So, oh. <laughs> so you, you say you, you get rated at the end of like each interview. Um, yeah. Aside from a pizza party, <laughs> is, uh, are there any like mechanical benefits to like, are you like, are you trying to get a good rating for like a, some sort of benefit that will, will affect gameplay or is it more just like a cute little nod, like a pizza party? As far as I have played in, I haven't seen anything. I don't know if the, beyond the demo, there's going to be something, um, or, or, or what that does. But at this point, it's really just a matter of, like the pressure really is there and i don't know yeah. why because it looks lovely and like <laughs> you're a 12 year old girl and obviously the humor is a little silly uh but every time someone pops up i'm like i can't push the wrong thing um most of the gameplays is you deciding how you're going to are you going to interrogate these people because you only get three action points you only get to do three things so you can interrogate someone and that takes a point you can uh use a tool which is something like a metal detector or an x-ray machine or a truth serum uh or you can use some kind of item from your bag right now i have a cinnamon roll i don't know how that's going to come in handy Hmm. um so you can only do three things and then you have to decide whether or not they can go in and out. And since I obviously have done everything perfectly, I have no idea what happens. <laughs> I have no idea what will. happens. Yeah. Know. When it, when you fail, True but <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid I am. I <laughs> fear that I'm going to let someone in. And then the next second, the whole town will just be a crisp <laughs> shambles. <laughs> yeah. How, how tricky are those interactions with the people you're deciding to let in or not? Are they like, is it hard to interpret? It, it, does it seem like it's going to be difficult when you get later into it? I'm worried that I've been too trusting. Mm. I have a tendency to be like, yeah, it's of a, course. It's such a problem for like I had well. a yeah, I had a really like snooty nobleman type who's just like, ooh, I'm here to speak at the thing or whatever, and I'm the son of the, the these famous people. I'm like. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll just let you in. I, I'll call for like a, a detachment of guards to escort you, have a good time. And then as soon as he went in, I'm like, I should have done something <laughs> to like check to see if that was correct. I could have asked mm-hmm. him like, can I see your your signet ring or something? But yeah, I'm hoping that this early on, there's nothing too horrible that could happen. But I suspect that as time goes on, I'm going to catch somebody doing something uh they shouldn't be an ogre or troll mother who was going into the city to pick up her kids from her diverse divorced partner who's got a new girlfriend who she's worried about and the the message her kids sent i had to actually decode i had to go get my decoder and like run through it and i'm like you've got a secret message in here your kids need help the the 
the girlfriend is is horrible and treating them badly and she's oh. like let me in and i got all five stars because i let her in immediately after that because i didn't want to keep her from her kids and they were like good you've you've understood empathy and helping a mother get to her children that's interesting. <laughs> like, that's great. i like that I like okay. it rewards you for that like really yeah. like yeah actually getting into the role and caring and not just like pressing a button just to get through mm -hmm. awesome. so it's it's gonna be a, a fun one i think is that uh slated for this year uh, i don't know i should kind of assume so so like while you're looking at that up a little bit of context with next fest um usually games get well not usually games get uh one next fest per per season uh so typically like they pick and choose game uh pick and choose when to go based on their release date so a lot of these at least in my experience that i've played so far a lot of them are coming like in the back half of 2023 yeah so it says on steam that it is 2023 we don't have a more narrow window than that but should be this year awesome I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to play the demo this weekend. Have fun. And I'm going to probably burn the house down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, give me something. Give me okay. a little sugar. Uh, I'm out of sugar, but um, it's a shame. One of the games I played uh, was RoboBeat, which okay. Oh, uh, RoboBeat. <laughs> uh, it's I never played them, but kind of like um was it uh, bpm and is it hellsinger was the other mm -hmm. one uh so it's a rhythm-based uh fps game um but the aesthetic here is like crunchy like cyberpunk well, yeah i guess cyberpunk but like you're a robot and it's a roguelite so you pick up weapons uh but you have to shoot to the beat but like the the stages that you're going through uh they have like uh, launch pads. They also have danger pads. So, like don't don't step on the spikes and stuff like that. But the music is good. Like this game got its hooks in me. Can you repeat the name, please? It is called Robo Beat. Robo Beat. Uh, seeing screenshots for this, Matt, it gives me a little bit of a uh, um, Ghost Runner. Is it as fast as Ghost Runner when it comes to like wall running and so? Like, yeah, you, you actually uh, you can do wall running and stuff like okay. that. But um, when you get onto a wall, it's kind of putting you in place, which. Oh, gotcha. I try like to move around as fast as. Yeah. Got it. Like, I, I'm just like running around shooting things to the beat, which is a lot of fun. Like, I was literally like bopping my head and like moving my feet back and forth because I was laying down while playing this. Like, I got into <laughs> it. Um, I can just imagine your toes doing this. They were, yeah, they were. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, it says uh, 2023. Um, this is uh, Quali, one of those uh, publishers that we pop, that that saw pop up. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, being developed by Simon Fredholm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what kind of music are we talking about? uh so i thought it was just going to be kind of like techno throughout but it's it's varied um so i picked up two cassettes so i had a total of three during my time with the demo um but the last one was kind of like a almost like a punk but it's all instrumental mm. okay. that's good that's good i like that i like that <laughs> a lot uh, i i like was side side eyeing the steam description um mm. the last like sentence it says uh crazed robot showman uh i initially read that as crazed robot snowman 
Um, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I would love to play that game. <laughs> Me too. I would very much like that video game. Simon, See, work on it next. You, you <laughs> thought that, and I instantly just had Henry Jackman uh, just singing in my ear. This is yeah. the greatest show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that in this game? Can you shoot enemies to that song? I don't know, Kyle. They should. <laughs> Wait, Henry Jackman's huge. I know. I wasn't gonna oh, say anything. Go. I was like, listen, I was like, listen. why does that sound wrong? It's his cousin. <laughs> it yeah. sounded right to me. I'll tell you that much. Is failed in showbiz cousin Henry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Hank Jackman. Oh. Yeah, that's him. Um, yeah, yeah. Can we talk about El Paso elsewhere? Because I yes. can't stop thinking about yeah. this game. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty confident that this is going to be my game of the year and i know that's mm-hmm. like i know we're only in june but like jesus fucking christ this game rules so hard yeah um if you're unfamiliar uh strange um this is strange scaffolds new game uh they're the folks behind space organ warlord trader airport for aliens no wait an airport currently run by dogs for aliens i always forget the name um sunshine, sunshine shuffle. shuffle yeah which is awesome have you played sunshine shuffle yet yeah oh, it's so good um but this definitely seems to be their biggie like that they that they're definitely building up towards um mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it it is a third person shooter uh that is essentially max Payne. It is mm-hmm. it is remedy the video game <laughs> and i am so glad they are so unabashedly remedy i mean the bullet time is fantastic it feels mm-hmm. right the uh low poly like grunge horror aesthetic while it is like that haunted ps1 vibe mm-hmm. The way it's rendered, it, it's rendered in like crisp HD. So it's like this weird juxtaposition of low poly uh, textures and 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 models and whatnot. But like in crisp HD, that makes a weird just like contrast that works so fucking well for the game. Uh, just overall like presentation, tone, uh, color palette like is just stunning. Um, what I want to highlight is just like the direction of the game and like how mm-hmm. it's acted, how it's edited. Like it straight up lifts the control, like mm-hmm. big splash yeah. text, which I love so much. It has really hard cuts that work fantastic when it comes to the cutscenes and transitioning you in between scenes. Um, and something I love about the VO, uh, the, the main character, James, savage savage james savage very cool fucking name (laughs) something i really love about the direction he was the vo the the actor was given was that he talks in a very subtle nature like very calm cool collected and they made sure to keep him like really close to the microphone and Mm -hmm. it just feels really intimate and it feels like he is either talking to himself or talking to the audience and i think that just works so well and the way they pair the voiceover with uh silence i think creates such a, a unique atmosphere that is really hard to nail but strange scaffold fucking nails it and um yeah I, I i could not get enough of this demo it feels great it is frenetic it is scary at times like when you're when you're trying to fend off all these vampires and ghouls and werewolves and then all of a sudden a witch pops up in front of you throwing dragon balls at you or whatever you're in a full-blown <laughs> panic to try to pop pills at to gain your health back and uh it's just it's such a great time yeah 100 percent. this is not typically my my normal kind of game uh but i was having a great time playing it but i think like you the cutscenes might be something that stick in my brain for a very long time because yeah. it is 
it is meta in a lot of ways. It is talking to you and what is happening is like affected by it. It is sort of like you are affecting it. Like there's one part where it's like, I need you to believe in me because that's the only way yeah. that this is going to happen. And then and boom, you're into the game and it's like, Oh, that is so cool. Even like in that moment where it's like, okay, I need you to believe me in three, two, one and then just go and like at the one it cuts and it's like oh, i'm such a sucker for a transition like that so good it's phenomenal matt you are remedy boy what do you think about this oh yeah i mean you you both have said everything that's in my brain about this like immediately from the cutscenes from the beginning of the game and then into the gameplay i'm like oh, okay this is this is control max pain like yeah. i'm here i'm 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 ready <laughs> right and if you haven't seen it on my site i do have an interview with the head of the studio hmm. Um, that went really deep, really fast. It was one of those things where I'm like, okay, we're at Summer Game Fest. Let's talk about things and it'll be, and then he just went, boom. I'm like, okay, we're going, we're going, we're going where you are taking us. And he was very candid and very honest and I super appreciate it. It turned into a great piece. So please check that out. It will make you love this game even more. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing I want to highlight, well, first off, like the narrative stuff, I love that it's just like a vampire ex trying to, to destroy the world and you're just trying to stop your ex from destroying the world. So there's a little mm-hmm. more to it um, and that's in right. one of the trailers, but yeah. But the setup for it, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's going to fucking go places knowing <laughs> the minds behind this game. Um, I really want to highlight the moment you enter the graveyard in like one, one of the second, like the second main area of the demo. And how hard the music goes when the beat drops, like that vocal mm-hmm. hip-hop track. It is so good. It is so crispy. And I love that <laughs> as you are going through that stage, it slowly transitions into, like, somehow, and you don't, you don't really notice it. It just goes into this, like, killer hip-hop track into this, like, rocking Steve Vai guitar riff thing going on. Like, you don't notice that, like, there's no, like, track ending and then it goes to the next track. It just, like, smoothly Mm -hmm. transitions into that. And, like, I can't wait to see how they play with music throughout the game just with that brief taste. Phenomenal. I have, like, zero notes about this fucking game. Incredible. Speaking of the music and you saying brief taste, there's a track on here. I'm not sure if I was paying attention or not, uh, but about, like, human Sundays. Like if you listen yeah. to the lyrics, it's all about serving really human good. beings. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I wanted to sit here and listen to this. <laughs> like Kyle's gonna roll his eyes at me and and whatever. Um, but in the most positive way possible, I, I mean this as a compliment. And if anybody like for those who know me, they know this is like the highest compliment I could give this this track. It's the same vibe as Pumpkin Hill from Sonic Adventure 2. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's the exact same vibe. It's a better song, but it's the exact same vibe. Okay. But yeah. There's yeah, the I, Sonic I, reference for the episode. Uh, for most of these demos, as soon as I knew like I was enjoying it, I stopped playing it because yeah. I want to go in once as the game comes possible. out. Makes yeah. sense. Um, so I actually didn't go to that stage, but that's interesting because it was Floors 3 eight and like 13 or something that were represented in the demo um but yeah that's cool good time uh this year thing this year Uh, this year 2023 yeah sweet yeah jill what you got uh i want to shout out something that 
I've shouted it out before, but I haven't seen a lot of, and I originally saw it at the mix back at GDC. It's called Shogun Showdown. Yeah. It is such an amazing, uh, you, you can play with just the mouse and, and it makes you feel really, yeah. Uh, it's got just a few buttons to it, but it's really strategic. And the thing is you are, uh, some kind of, you start out as the wanderer, so you're just some sort of wandering warrior type creature, and you're trying to get through a bunch of levels in which people are trying to kill you, of course, because it's a video game. Um, and you have some cards down at the bottom that you can put above your head and use, and you can move, and you can turn around. And that's about it. I mean, I think you have health potions later on. But every time you do anything everybody moves Mm -hmm. so it's very strategic in that i've screwed myself over a couple of times because i've accidentally like turned around and not thought about it and then people come up and hit me um so you have to think very carefully no one will move so you have time to sort of stop and think about exactly what you want to do but as soon as you do move everyone else gets to do their attacks so if you've got somebody who's on the far end of the board and can't get to you you probably don't want to try to hit them before you hit the guy next to you or if there's someone who's got like a special dash move who can get to you immediately Mm -hmm. you probably want to take care of them but if you're using your moves they all have a cooldown so if you've used your arrows already to get someone next to you you're pretty much screwed with the guy across from you (laughs) and you just kind of have to take it. And it's a roguelike. So every time you get hit, you move on to the next level if you're still alive, but you never re-health. So you're trying to get as far mm-hmm. as possible. And every time you get past a major like accomplishment, like fighting a boss, you upgrade your cards in some way. So you get more and more powerful. And then when you die, you do get to keep your cards. Oh, that's good. Okay. I so, was gonna ask I was gonna ask if there's anything that like kind of carries over from Yeah. Death. So it is really easy to pick up, really easy to understand and understand and get and feel good about it from the get-go. And you could probably pay play for five minutes and be happy with it, but if you sit down and play, you're probably gonna play it for more than five minutes because you're just like, Okay, I got it. I'm gonna get through mm-hmm. this. I'm watching the um stream on the store page a lot of mm-hmm. this could be a weird poll but uh a lot of like the sprite work and a lot of the animations remind me of towerfall <laughs> interestingly mm-hmm. enough like especially okay. like with the arrows and whatnot, just like yeah. the speed just a interesting little note it looks fantastic like typically not my kind of jam but it's a I lot of fun really into yeah. this so matt you played it also mm-hmm. yeah it's uh interesting too because under the enemies you can actually see how much health they have um so in your cards it has like an attack and that's something too you can uh, upgrade and you can also um upgrade or degrade the cooldown time so you can use it again faster uh it took me longer than i care to admit uh that the dual blade card attacked both front and back mm-hmm. so that was a fun tactic once i found that out like all right i see they're gonna be attacking they still have some time i'm gonna try and move in the middle so they meet me and i just use that card and just wow both of them at the same time it's and you feel really cool when you land Uh it you feel really dumb when you like totally miss yeah (laughs) that's awesome Um, Uh, and it's out next week yeah yeah it is june 27th yeah i think it's out in early access though just a little little one uh one other cool mechanic too is if you push 
towards an enemy you can actually go th uh, like be on the other side of them so like if they're about to attack you you can move forward and then they'll still attack where they were going to attack miss you and you'll be on the other side of them so nice. and you can just kind of laugh at them yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh matt give me another let's see uh, one I didn't know about, but I guess I already had a PlayStation trailer for it. Uh, it was this bed we made. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I knew nothing about this uh, going into the demo, and holy cow, I can't wait for more. Um, so the elevator is a, it's, you're playing a maid in a, I, I believe it's a French hotel, but they speak English. <laughs> but um, it's in the wow, late late 50s uh early 60s um and it's a mystery game uh so it's third person puzzles you're looking through uh your guests uh rooms because one of them's a creeper um and you're trying to figure stuff out and i love this type of game um not enough people do these type of games uh i remember uh i think it was square enix put out uh murdered soul suspect that bombed Hell yeah. Um, I do you remember love that, that yeah. The combat's that not great in that game, but I love the gumshoe aspect of it. When I was a GameStop employee, that was the first game I borrowed from the store. <laughs> it's a good it's game. Good yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, but, <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, everything in this game. I, I can't wait to just dive into the mystery, figure more out. Cool. Yeah, it looks sick. I, I didn't realize this was coming to console and had like PlayStation support mm -hmm. or support, quote unquote. Right. Um, Look at that. There's a, there's a nice little quote from Reb on here from IGN. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sick. Are uh, you yeah. like interviewing people at this hotel or is it just like picking up clues and so spying on people? So in the demo, uh, you're entering in this um, guest's room because you found a roll of film um, that you believe is theirs and the door was cracked open. Uh, mm -hmm. So you were just going to use your key to get in there, but it's left open. Uh, there's a room safe in there and there's like six rolls of film just hanging out and the bathroom has been turned into a dark room and in there hanging up are pictures of you, the character. Uh, he caught you in the act rummaging through one of the drawers, maybe not his, but somebody's one guest drawers perfume just to smell the perfume. So like you're able to throw away anything you find in the rooms, but all your choices have consequences. So like I, you weren't able to feel what the branching paths are going to be in this game, but sounds like it's going to be deep kind of like, um, until dawn and stuff like that. Um, you aren't interviewing anyone, but you can call the front desk and speak to one of two, uh, characters about what you're finding in this room and stuff and get their advice. Not too many interactions in the demo, but it's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. Uh, I would like to talk about Spirit Swap because I finally mm. bit the bullet and I, I was not going to play it because I just I know I want to just experience it fresh. But I was like, God damn, I, I don't want to wait anymore. <laughs> um, Spirit Swap is going to take over my life. It's so good. That's good uh, to hear. <laughs> uh, if you've been listening for a bit, you, you know that I'm a sucker for the Pokemon Puzzle League like mechanics of a puzzle game, the superior Pokemon spinoff game, a top 10, some would say. Um, no one. No one. A panel. Some? A Pax East panel said it. Some uh, or one. Uh, I remember being at that Pax East panel. <laughs> <laughs> one you partook in? Yeah. And, uh huh. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, nope. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, just touching on the gameplay first. It's the uh, yeah. It's, I mean, think of Tetris, but you are swapping uh, two blocks positions to kind of do match three. Um, they nail that mechanic. It feels so smooth. They uh, innovate on it a little bit by adding a special. Uh, so you play as this character named Samar with a, a magical frog. Uh, the, the narrative setup is that you, you're a witch and you are pretty much casting spirits out in the world, but in a very cozy, friendly manner. Um, and yeah, Samar, I don't know if it's specific to her character, but you get a special. Uh, and the special that I got to experience was if four of the same color are essentially creating a square you could hit, I think on an Xbox controller, it was Y. Um, and you t- just wipe the top half of the puzzle grid. So if you're in danger, it could really save your, your ass. Um, and that's kind of like the great thing about this game is that it it's not trying to really challenge you. It's just, it knows what it is. It, it knows that it is this cozy lo-fi vibe that you just want to relax and knock out some puzzles too. Um, and on the flip side of that, the narrative is it's a such a endearing setup. I love all the characters so far. I got to meet Samar, Momo, and Leon. All are remarkably hot human beings. Holy fucking hell. Um <laughs> that always helps. Especially Leon, the tattoo artist. Oh boy. Uh <laughs> yeah, all all the dialogue is. We just really need touching. like a pause uh, in the podcast to have you go do 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 little dreams. Have him have him appear in like a little bubble. <laughs> um yeah, all the dialogue is really cute and really just authentic feeling. Um, like there was a, a moment between Samara and Momo where it seems like Momo was just going through a breakup and she's been like off lately and you just go in and, and check on her. And it's, it's a very authentic conversation of like, hey, I, I know you're not OK, but like, are you OK? You could talk to me. It's like very warm feeling. And um, I'm excited to just experience those relationships across the board as I continue to just knock out these puzzles it's it's so fucking good and like i just i hope i i think there i well i don't remember seeing it in the demo but like i hope there's just like a once i get through the narrative like an arcade or endless mode or something like that where i could just like listen to the incredibly good music and just knock out puzzles and just get lost for hours and hours and hours because i could see myself getting lost in this game quite a bit i imagine this is on like your most wanted vinyl oh god yeah right <laughs> oh my god this would become even when like like i know it's most likely gonna drop on like Bandcamp and stuff like that this is taking over as my my work soundtrack like when i'm writing press releases and, and pitching yeah. to people like 100 percent, this is gonna be in the background it's gonna be like this and coffee talk on rotation <laughs> oh coffee talk that's a good call out i should use that more uh, often it's, yeah mm-hmm. especially volume two now oh it's so good yeah uh, but yeah, Spirit Swap from Soft Night Week. It's coming soon, uh, 2023. It is part of the um, the idea at Xbox Developer Acceleration Program. So it's coming to Xbox as well, cool. which was a nice little surprise. I wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah, can't wait. Can't recommend it enough. Hot Leon is good. <laughs> it's all you need to remember. Yeah, put it put it on the Steam page, Soft Night Week. <laughs> Jill, give me another. Um, I want to call out back to dawn Ooh, okay getting as far away from like soft and happy as possible <laughs> please do uh, yeah it is beautiful pixel uh it uses light in a way that i really love when pixel games do it is 
naturalistic light, which gives it a, an interesting glowing effect when everything else in the room is just sort of obviously not naturalistic. Um, but the basic idea here is you are you start the game off as a fox and you are some sort of reporter. You get to decide what kind of a reporter you are. You're going to be like an undercover. You're going to be like on camera. Are you going to be a war correspondent? All of those different choices uh, decide what your stats are going to be. So, like, are you going to be really strong? Are you going to be charismatic? Are you going to be crafty? Uh, I went cra crafty. Uh, and you start the game out and you have sort of uncovered this conspiracy and you're starting to dig into it when someone approaches you saying, like, hey, maybe you, you don't look into that and you take this big pile of money. Uh which I refused to do, which the mm -hmm. character refuses to do. Uh, and then you are thrown in jail. You immediately get out of that meeting and a bunch of cops happen to find some drugs in your car and you oh. get put away uh, for years. And that's where the game sort of action really starts. And as you sort of play, you realize it is a very strange mix of like The Sims and Stardew Valley. You can make friends with everybody in jail as much as possible. You can make friends with different like gang members so you can be friends with different factions. Uh, you have to eat. Your, your hunger starts to lower your stats. Uh, you have to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like there's very, very like weirdly simmy uh, and everything. Yeah. In the demo, you are pushed forward. You obviously want to pr prove that you're innocent and everything just sort of beats you down as to like what this life is. So you start off by, you want to call your lawyer to see what's going on. Uh, but to, use the phone you have to have like a hundred bucks like for some reason it's not free <laughs> uh so in order to make money you have to go work uh in the laundry room which the guards have just told you about so you go in there and you play a fun mini game where you have to like count exactly to a number of seconds like say you're you're ironing a sock you see a timer for like three seconds and then you have to, it disappears and you have to stop it at seven by just, you know, that's way too stressful doing... for me, Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's prison, Kyle. It's supposed to be. <laughs> and how close you get gives you money. But, and then I finally got up enough, but then it was time for all of us to go out into the yard and like do recreational things. And someone came up and, and decided to mess with me. And I, instead of just giving them half my money, like they were asking, I'm like, I'm going to try to fight you. And it became a sort of like Pokemon-esque battle where I was deciding when to use things and my, my energy points were going down and I didn't win, so I woke up with $1 left and all of my hard-earned money was gone. So now I had to find a new way to get money. And I guess I I found some sort of secret backhanded like quest giver that just needed a couple flowers. So I picked flowers and I passed that off and I got enough money to finally call my lawyer, which I did. And he was like, sorry, your appeal was stomped. Sounds so intense. Yeah, yeah. It really but does. at the yeah. same time, you're like walking up to like the anteater and be like, "Hey, do you want to be friends? You can have some of my bread." So like everyone has like a relationship status with you that you can increase, 
and I was giving out little origami things to like my like the people I liked and they were yeah so like there's just a lot here and it is a very an intriguing mix of a lot of weird things and the tone is very dark but there's a lot of they're all animals and it's it's a a pixelated like the the tone doesn't seem to yes Mm -hmm. it's it is a really interesting game i hope a lot of people check it out because i was enjoying so much it's like the ultimate prison rpg (laughs) (laughs) essentially yeah yeah just like i mean listening to you and watching the gameplay it's like yeah like uh there's sim elements there's survival elements Mm -hmm. there's obviously a lot of rpg stuff there's this detective noir narrative going on uh yeah, There's the GTA are... San Andreas, like strengthen yourself, like the, the workout mechanic. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that until you get in good with one of the gangs because they own the workout stuff. And that's, that's the whole wild, thing. Man. Sometimes when you're trying to do certain uh, certain things, you have to roll dice to see if you succeed or not. Yeah. There's just a lot wow. of different and it's not overwhelming. They do a very good job of that. That's good. This is wild. Yeah. I this is immediately yeah. on my radar. Holy and shit. Please uh, put it on. There's multiple characters too. Yes. Uh you do I tried to pick the other character, which mm-hmm. is a Black Panther, and yep. they don't let you play from the get-go with that okay. character. But the the demo lets you play as the fox. And you can meet the other character in the game. Oh, cool. So I was giving him my origamis, like, here, we want to be friends. <laughs> Sounds freaking great. It's Did it you, looks uh, like it looks like it's the debut title from this dev also. That's awesome. Yeah, I think so. Did you, while you were playing the demo, were you already, like, scouting out how you're escaping from prison? Yeah. I already found, like, <laughs> some sort of, uh, like, my toilet was kind of loose. So I was, like, looking underneath and was like, if you can unscrew all of this, there's a, a little passageway behind here. So now I have to collect uh, a way to unscrew it, maybe get a coin, and I have to, like collect i can't remember i think i have to get like a a bunch of scraps in order to like hide things and i have to be sure of like the guards schedules so that i'm not accidentally opening it when they come through it's gonna be a lot of fun hell yeah sounds like you need another notebook like you had for tuning (laughs) (laughs) sounds great very excited for that thank you for putting it on my radar i'm excited for people to check it out uh matt Got another one for me? Yeah. Uh, I know you do. This... You play like 30 games. This I know. In the past years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one I want to shout out is uh, Videoverse. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, didn't know about this game until uh, all the showcases that just happened. Um, but it's a kind of like a life sim where on this um, looks like a PS1 slim with the monitor attachment. Um, but there's a internet space that you're able to go to chat rooms, message your friends, do video chat with them. And it's about like just living and playing video games and drawing and being someone on the internet back in like nineties, late nineties kind of stuff. And it's all, um, the stuff on the game system itself, it's all pixel art, but on the cutscenes and stuff, it's uh, a beautiful hand drawn. Mm -hmm. and color full color and i just i love it immediately like the trailer just kind of showed off like the uh, the system's called like the shark um and it just showed off like the the message boards and stuff like that i'm like oh 
oh i want to i want to get in there uh but yeah just this the conversations that you're having with your friends and doing like the webcam live chat kind of thing like i love it i it, it it's so nostalgic for me um mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, it's so, very much uh like an emily away emily is away sort of situation just gonna ask that yeah yeah Oh, perfect. Uh, All in. And you're you're I think you're you're a kid of some sort. You're you're maybe 13 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh like and you a, a kid of some sort. <laughs> uh, you know, of, of an age where you're not gremlin. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever age you what are is. when you're a kid. And yeah, it's just like a lot of how our lives I imagine went when we were that age and we were getting into gaming and like you have a friend who knows stuff that you didn't know about games and like you're playing on the shark but the dolphin's coming up and Uh you got to figure out how to pay for the dolphin because that's the new thing and your favorite game oh my god i love this so much his favorite game is feudal fantasy Mm -hmm. yeah i'm looking at that screenshot right now yeah that's (laughs) awesome and he's uh he tries to do like fan art of this and up one of the tension points right now in the early demo is like his fan art isn't as good as someone else's Mm -hmm. and like people haven't been nice to him about it and i yeah everything about this is just a lot of fun i I will say mike do you have it pulled up on on steam right now i do go to the feudal fantasy screenshot and look at the bottom right and you tell me what that screenshot is (laughs) it's a star fox little nod this other oh. screenshot I really, really love too. It's it's a, 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 a uh, not at the uncle from Nintendo. It's just uncle yeah. from mm-hmm. Kinmoku, which is like the game studio. It's like, hey, it's awesome. your uncle who works at Kinmoku. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I love that it's self-aware kind of like that. Yeah, it's great. Um, awesome. There's, yeah, there's there's some jerks on those message boards, just like real life, but like, just oh, yeah. click that report button. Report him. <laughs> report him so fast. They didn't even have to tell me to do it. I was like, get no. in there. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and there was a, um, there's like an ad banner, like remember flash ad banners? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find the picture I took of it, but it was like, don't be a weenie. I can't find it. <laughs> Play the demo. Find out for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh real we'll we'll do one more round because i know we're already like fucking approaching an hour um quick two quick shout outs for me okay ollie, ollie frog toad skater is yeah in, in nail tony hawk <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I played it i love the noise when you biff like uh, <laughs> perfect uh, i'm if you watch the let's try that's on youtube right now youtube.com slash six indie i couldn't get the fucking donuts for the life of me in the first mm. there's one <laughs> donut skater I'm not a pro frog. <laughs> I, I'm pro frog in stance, but I'm not a, pro, a professional frog. Um, yeah, in nail Tony Hawk. Uh, it's I, I met Phil at the completionist office when the whole mix thing went down. Phil is fucking great. Go support him, Ollie Frog Toad Skater. Um, and Matt, specifically for me and you, smells like burnt rubber. It is slot car Mario Kart with a little <laughs> bit of twisted metal flair to it. Oh. uh like isometric racer you literally you hold right trigger to go left and right to like just go left and right on the isometric map fucking great time feels great uh yeah this is me and you join we're gonna be racing to the till the sun rises uh, mike you're gonna lose because i've done a lot of slot car races in yakuza <laughs> so <laughs> i know a lot of slot car races in real life my friend so oh. well 
okay. get wrecked. Did we just uh, unveil more Mike backstory? Yeah. yeah Mike Lork? <laughs> slot car yeah. Mike. <laughs> Mini golf, yeah. uh, marine biologist, slot car racer. All at the same time. Yeah. George Costanza. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in Elmsford, New York, there was Sport Time USA. There was a mini golf place across the street. And then right next to Sport Time USA, slot car racing. Uh, but the one I want to uh, actually touch on is uh, Leica Age Through Blood. Mm-hmm. I'm very yes. excited to hear Thank y'all you so talk much. about it. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> this game is metal as all fuck. <laughs> um, it developed by Brainwash Gang. It's uh, being published by Thunderful. Uh, Thunderful has been putting out bangers lately. Um, it is what they call a motorvania. Uh, you play as a... I think it's a fox. They, they keep using the term pup. I think uh, it might be a coyote. Maybe a yeah. coyote. Oh, we're back to the full circle. Look at that. Yep. Pro podcasting. Um. So you play as like a coyote in like a Mad Max kind mm-hmm. of like stunning hand-drawn world. As soon as you start the game, <laughs> it just fucking punches you right in the goddamn throat where it's like, first off, it does the the really thing. The thing I love a lot in, in presentation and, and just editing and stuff where you hit start on the menu and then it like fades down and you're automatically in the cutscene. Love that. Um, you get on the phone with your uh your I think daughter, maybe son. Um, you're you're a mother coyote, and the the child says to you, like, hey, uh Jacob they they, they fuck Jacob up. Not in those terms. It's like Jacob is the dead. Birds. Like the birds, the birds did this, the birds did that. And you quickly, like the the little pup who must be like a couple years old, it must be a child of some sorts, as we uh are we established in video verse. Mm-hmm. Um literally says they crucified Jacob with his own guts. And that's that in like would... the first 30 seconds of this game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're not messing yeah. around. Like, They're hanging right there. Off, right <laughs> off the bat establishes the tone. And like you're all of a sudden on this revenge quest to like seek out the birds and trying to find his body and like do all this stuff. You find his body eventually. It's it's strung up by guts. And they also at some point they discuss like putting fingernails in his eyeballs and stuff mm-hmm. the game is metal as fuck yeah. <laughs> anyways um that's kind of the setup it's like this revenge tale about like from the like between the coyotes and and these clan of, of birds and they're literally birds it's kind of fucking hilarious um <laughs> but the gameplay is so good it, it's as they say a motorvania where you are primarily in your motorcycle traversing the environment and you're going off ramps, you're going off loops, you you are drifting to turn around, you're going up multiple paths. Um, but what's more fascinating is the combat. Eventually, you get a gun, you can shoot the birds, you can kind of do sort of twins. Not, eh. You aim with the right stick and you fire and you have two bolts to your chamber. Um, to reload, you have to do, I believe, a backflip with yep. your bike. And you can also parry weapons or parry bullets. And to reload the parry, you have to do a front flip with your bike. Um, and you can also, like, when you're going off jumps, a lot of the birds will fire at you while you're trying to, like, go off and traverse. You could block bullets with your with your bike, depending on how you angle it. It is so fluid. It is gnarly. I'm surprised it works as well as it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's essentially trials, but with combat. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle Stevenson, 690. Does it ever get too confusing with the front flip and back flip doing different no. things? You get used to it really quickly. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I struggled with a little bit, it's really like, I mean, it's just like any game that has like driving in it. Like once you get a feel for it, it'll click. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that kept screwing me up is that like I kept forgetting I had a break. Like you have breaks. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I didn't use that at all. I just drifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and there are times where like I I would try to parry and like i would just like fuck up the timing or i I would forget you have to like kind of reload the parry that would be like Mm -hmm. the only thing but you get used to it really quickly are you like upgrading guns or getting skills and stuff i think you so it seems matt you played this yeah uh you can i saw the trailer you can yeah you can in in the trailer you can um it seems like it it has a souls light element to it like you are (laughs) seems like you're collecting guts as you are murdering birds Mm. Uh, and you get crafting materials. You could like mine for materials and whatnot. So it seems like there there are crafting mechanics. Like Matt said, there are there is some sort of upgrade mechanic. I say Souls Light because when you die, you drop a percentage of your mm-hmm. we'll call it materials, uh, where you could go back and pick, <laughs> and pick things back up. Yeah, it's great. And can we just talk about absolutely gorgeous visuals it as is. well? Holy it's stunning. Shit. So. I can't this, believe the game. I can't like similar to what we were saying about Dordon. Like, I can't believe this is a video game that runs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this game's 2D, but this game is probably the most that pushed the Steam Deck out of all the demos I played. Because yeah. like you could just hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even um. So I recorded a, a let's try of it. Even like doing like running OBS while also playing it, it was stuttered a little bit. Nothing like that hindered performance or anything really or hindered gameplay i should say um but yeah it is a looker something i love is that um the at least your protagonist like the protagonist the main character you play as very bold outlines which Mm -hmm. is a a really interesting choice like it helps like stand out from the pack but also Mm -hmm. just like gives it such a unique uh aesthetic too um compared to everything else like the entire environments and all the other characters and enemies and stuff just very thin lines very very catered to that hand-drawn aesthetic um yeah it works really well and yeah i there were multiple times where i died just because i was staring off into the distance (laughs) (laughs) i like to think that the birds uh from this game from your description are a bird gang in the game jill just brought up back to the dawn yeah (laughs) yeah maybe it sounds like they're just bad people birds exactly (laughs) it seems like the birds are like government people because like oh. they're they're wearing like suits like like hazmat suits yeah. almost. Oh, okay. Or like some sort of military yeah. like mm. like your other friend that you're trying to like find in the beginning. Maybe that was Jacob. It's Jacob and somebody else. It, I yeah. forgot. And but you the, eventually... the person you get the gun from isn't a fox. I don't believe. Yeah, but he's like he's a friend. He's like your yeah. uncle or like the the kid maybe brother, stepbrother, something like that. Um, but like you go through trying to find him, and it's just like the rampage that he left behind trying to like seek out revenge for Jacob and blood and guts. And like, it's just, it is disgusting, but in the most beautiful way possible. (laughs) This is not rocket doodle do. (laughs) This is not rocket doodle do. No, it is not. Not much is. Jill, give me one more. Uh, Okay. So I just want to shout out that I think we're all sort of dancing around the bigger names because People already know them. People are already going to check them out. But I do want to shout them out very, very quickly. Yeah, Obviously, please. we've got Lies of Peas is is up. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have Botany Manor is in here, which I highly recommend. Viewfinder, of course, is fantastic. Sea of Joe, Stars. Yeah. 
for viewfinder am, am i too dumb for viewfinder no okay no thank you no it's one of those games that makes you feel really smart at okay. the same time uh so you should de- like you should definitely play it that okay. sounds as though you've not gone through it so you need to it's one of the games where i like i rather just go in fresh like i, I don't know if i want to play the demo yeah uh i think that was it in stars of time also very great and i yes. think those are the big ones if anybody else has like a big one has anyone played sea of stars sea of stars yeah that was another of the big one <laughs> okay yeah i'm waiting as well i was just curious yeah uh and then i want to shout out also a uh, little kitty big city which i yeah. have played and i have a preview up for uh for past things but like oh what a great game yeah but the thing i really want to shout out here because I've, I've played it before, but it had a really huge update and a demo for the demo and the demo being on steam is important. Uh, it is myth force, which Mm -hmm. I am so in love with this game. This is such a me game. It's got that. Very excited when it was unveiled at the direct. Yes. Or shown off at the direct. Yeah. And and not enough people had an exciting a reaction to it in the way that they should have because i'm so excited for this game if you haven't seen it it does look like an 80s cartoon it's got that sort of like campy cheesy vibe to it but mm-hmm. it is just a really fun kind of dungeon crawler they've taken all the like typical types you've got your like paladin you've got your like ranger you've got your uh, swashbuckler uh, and then a the mage but they're all sort of tilted on their head a bit so your paladin is a woman and you've got like your mage which is kind of like a hard rocker person and i just love uh what's going on here and in the demo they've changed it up so if anybody's already played this there is a really good reason to jump into this demo because they now have a starting screen where you see like a city Mm -hmm. uh that's being overtaken by tangled vines and things and you can now collect gems and things inside of a run and come back and upgrade stats and upgrade uh, different i think you can get like different weapons from if you upgrade the swordsmith guy um so you have a really good reason to go through and you're no longer picking up weapons as you go through each level because before that's a lot of fun and i always enjoy that but what ended up happening a lot of times for for me, I play as the archer Hawkins, uh, and you only picked up a new bow if you were against archer enemies. And archer enemies tend to be higher level, and they don't want to throw that at like kind of early games. So like you didn't get a new bow. You were playing with like what was essentially like a child's put together taped bow um, for run after run after run i'm like i would really like to have a a bow please you're like your paladin friends are getting level three like freeze rays and whatever (laughs) you just i'm like i'm just i've got this stick Uh, (laughs) so they've they've changed that up they've changed the way that you no longer level up and get a perk perks in between uh most of the dungeons so that you are kind of constantly getting a perk for you and a perk for your weapon. Um, And yeah, so, and now there's a reason to kind of go through, they've changed the difficulty levels a little bit. So it's a little easier and you can actually get through the entire thing. So you can actually get the gems that you need. And it's just a really fun 
Like they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they have. They are playing up the like myth force campiness. Yep. <laughs> um, if you have not heard the theme song, if you've not played the theme song to this, you deserve to play it for yourself because it is so fantastic. It will be stuck in your head. It will give you energy. It will make you happy. Um, and you're just going around clearing room after room after room of a dungeon trying to get to uh, the Beast Lord is the, the big enemy for this one um, and get through and, and collect gems and, and grow your power and, and do it all over again. And I, I absolutely love this game. It looks like a delight. I haven't yeah. jumped in yet, but it's been it's on my fun. radar for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it looks like a madass game. Just yeah. between the, the Thundercats aesthetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this visual look too. It's so good. Yeah, like a lot of games try to do the Saturday it. morning cartoon yeah. thing, but like I feel like not many hit the nail on the head like Myth Force is doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm excited to check it out. And it's cool that it's coming to Switch. That was a nice little delightful surprise. Uh, yeah, this Beast Lord looks straight out of Thundercats. It's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's really good. I think there's my favorite line, perhaps in any video game, is something that Hawkins says when he uh, gets lit on fire because there are fire traps that you have to. And he says, I feel like a sunbathing vampire. And it's the <laughs> best thing. Crossover with El Paso elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh, Matt, give me some shout outs if you like, and then give me give me one more biggie uh yeah quick shout outs uh cross blitz uh basically like a cute pixel uh Yu-Gi-Oh almost oh um, it's it's good play the demo cross blitz yes um uh did already mention uh in stars and time i played the demo for that love the humor i love that it's a <laughs> uh, rock paper scissors mechanics yeah can't wait to play that full game shout um, out to the uh the armored games crew um linked up with them as well at sgf they are wonderful human beings right also time loop mechanic love it always mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i'll just shout out those two um but the last <laughs> one i wanted to talk about was uh Thronefall, uh from okay. grizzly games um it's a uh, cell shaded tower defense game with kind of like a city building mechanic too but it's all stage based like you're not this isn't like Sim City with a tower defense. Like it's each level is its own thing. So you're uh, on you're this king on a horse, and then you build a castle center and then houses around it because you're trying to gain money every round. Um, and it's beautiful because when you go to night, which is when the enemies come to you, like there's just this campfire in the middle of town, and like you see the glow of the fire on the surrounding area and like it's beautiful beautifully cell shaded yeah mm-hmm. um but it's really easy to get into it's a lot of fun it ramps up considerably quick it seems uh, like it <laughs> <laughs> uh you can upgrade all your buildings uh, so you can get more money from the houses you can uh, build like uh, archer towers uh barracks for both uh like swords spears and then also bows crossbows uh there's a lot to this game and that's my jam. I, I love tower defense games. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to play more of this. I love uh, how it plays with hot and cool tones. Like if you mm-hmm. look at some of these, um, especially like when it goes into night where it's just like straight up blue environments, but like you mm-hmm. get that glow with the fire and stuff. And a lot of the enemies are like a nice, like warm orange really makes it pop. 
I, right. Yeah, like you're saying, like the cell shadedness. It, it's it's cell shaded, but it's like it starts leaning into that, like not as drastic, but like how nuts was a couple mm-hmm. years back. Yeah. Where it's just like I, super tonal. Yeah, it's very bold colors, very minimalistic. It's making me think of like sort of retro travel posters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very oh. good aesthetic. Matt, I'm like you. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a good tower defense. I'm mm-hmm. yeah. I'm excited for this. This is great. This is my Pixel Drunk Monsters too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> good call. Uh, also, the uh, the logo looks like the Corona logo. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's been Next Fest so far. We're going to talk about more Next Fest stuff next week. We're going to play more throughout the weekend. And yeah, that'll be IndieCast again next week. We're not over yet because, Kyle, I would like you to talk a little bit about some games that you played <laughs> that are yeah. not Next Fest related. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to sit down on my computer and play Next Fest stuff. But one of my most anticipated games for my platform of choice, which is PlayStation, finally came to it Rogue Legacy 2. The first game is one of my favorites of all time. I played a little bit of two back when it was in early access um, and decided to wait until it came to PlayStation to play. Um, it's been a long time, but I'm I'm happy to report that it is just absolutely amazing. It, the, the upgrades and visuals, it's gorgeous. The new classes are fun. Like I unlocked um, the chef class. Where you just hit things enemies with a, a giant frying pan but Perfect. it's not just like regular damage you actually inflict burn on enemies mm. <laughs> uh which is great um it still has that uh, that uh amazing humor of like uh some of the traits are like you're a clown and so you have clown makeup on um also i should explain what the game is if you're unfamiliar uh it's a roguelike but every run you are the heir to uh, the person you just played. So you, you get to pick um, a son or daughter uh, to go on in the next run. Yes, Mike. Uh, I would like to just add, it's like, it's not a roguelike. It's like one of the like sure. modern it, roguelikes. It, like, it, yeah, it's it like, the one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is what brought roguelikes back to fair. modern gaming. Absolutely fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and every one, time, obviously. every time you pick, yeah. Every time you pick a new air, uh, different traits, different weapons, different magical abilities, and and um, other type of defensive uh, abilities you, you come with them. Um, and to upgrade them, you you basically put in money to build your castle. And as you build the castle, it it builds up on screen, and you can see the different wings pop up. And uh, there's so many more upgrades to this one. Uh, Man, it's just incredible. But yeah, the clown makeup, right? You 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 wear clowns, uh, the makeup, but you can also do the jump kick on any uh, uh surface, which is usually only allowed like on um uh like lanterns, right? And that's a major mechanic in this one for platforming, and it's very difficult to do. But once you get the hang of it, it's pretty good. Um, another really fun trait is just like you're you're very gassy, so you just fart randomly while you're going through your run. Uh, uh, Another Same. one was, uh, yeah, uh, uh, nostalgic was a new trait where I didn't know what it was, so uh, I pick it, and everything is sepia uh, tone. Oh, nice. But it's like an old film reel, so the edges are, like, burned out, and it's got, like, that uh, flicker to it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so, like, they just kind of nailed the, the humor and tone, and then they don't take themselves too seriously. But when it comes to, like, the gameplay and stuff, it is... you. 
there's some skill involved. It's not like, you know, you're going to breeze through everything. Like you have to take your time and, and learn what build is best for you. Um, they do a really cool thing here as well, where, uh, I, there's, I don't know how many classes there are, but each class you can unlock a mastery thing. And as you play as a class, you level it up and then you get different buffs. The more you spend with that class. So it's so deep. I'm so excited to keep playing it. It's a platinum I'll never get because I never got the first no. one. <laughs> it's way too hard. Uh, but I'm oh. I'm very happy to play. Yes, Mike. Full disclosure, former vicarious PR client. Sure, sure. And doesn't disclosure. affect doesn't affect <laughs> Kyle's thoughts. Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's Rogue Legacy 2. But um a few weeks ago, actually, I decided to play a game from my indie shame pile, a game that uh Matt talks a whole lot about i play i started playing hollow knight for the first time oh, oh that's nice yeah. i didn't know where you're going with that i thought hey somebody's finally playing magica but all right no, I'm, never, <laughs> I'm, mad. I'm sorry to burst your bubble that'll never happen <laughs> but yeah hollow knight's dope no surprises yeah, it's great it's it's another really great metroidvania i will say though i don't like getting lost i get lost <laughs> a lot in hollow knight uh, maybe because they don't buy those markers that you can place mm-hmm. to keep track of where you're on the map. Probably should. Probably should. Um, but They're yeah, once you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, I just would rather save my uh, my currency for like the skills and uh, yeah. unlocking more charm slots and whatnot. But um, once you once you find a new area and you find like the next boss, there's such a sense of accomplishment that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like actually fighting the bosses are really, really cool. And uh I'm I'm really, really excited to just keep unraveling uh uh what's going on here in, in, in Hollow Knight. And shout out to that uh that inse- insect like train that brings you back to the different hubs. Oh yep. yeah. I love yeah. I love when it, it comes out from the cave to you and you hop into it. I just I just love that whole animation. It's great. Hell yeah. Real good game. Uh, we're going a little long so let's end real quick on this week in indie i'll i'll quickly rattle these off since i'll just yeah you you went on uh i i mean i go for it yeah (laughs) i don't know why i don't know what i was trying to say i I meant to say i'm gonna i'm gonna save you the 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 talking anyways uh monday may 26 kingdom 80s summer of greed coming to pc eventually coming to consoles kingdom 80s is a standalone expansion to the award-winning kingdom series a single very epic adventure of micro strategy and base building defend your town against the mysterious greed and discover the secrets of your family lineage this was the the only india sgf right no not kingdom no. 80s what was the what was the sgf that Yes, your grace. Yep. Yeah. There is a demo for this game. Uh, yeah. On next yes. list. Yep. Tuesday, the 27th, we got Sludge Life 2. What? Sludge Life 2 is the grimiest first person vandalism sim since the first Sludge Life, but like twice as dense. Explore a uh, huger, wider, gnarlier open world world loaded what? with secrets, weirdos, <laughs> jokes, and of course, plenty of spots to tag. Very excited for this uh shogun showdown we talked about pc early access yeah. mm-hmm. uh turn-based combat game with roguelike and deck building elements position yourself and attack at the right time upgrade your title nope tiles i can't talk uh and combine them to get ready to face the shogun wednesday the 28th dave the diver exits early access it's eventually yeah. coming to switch as well 
Dave the Diver, a casual single-player adventure RPG featuring deep sea exploration. Oh, timing. Uh, and fishing <laughs> during the day and sushi restaurant management at night. Join Dave and his quirky friends as they seek to uncover the secrets of the mysterious blue hole. Uh, and we also What's got with all jer- these dark good fishing games. games. Dave is good game. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard very <laughs> good things about Dave. Uh, a journey to, uh, sorry, a long journey to an uncertain end coming to PC, uh, eventually coming to Switch. Explore the known and unknown galaxy with a ragtag crew of eccentric new friends in this narrative management space opera. You are a sentient spaceship, an outlawed commodity, and there's an entire galaxy between you and freedom, not to mention your abusive ex on your tail. Uh, we have a preview of this from back in lockdown. If you go to the site and just search a long journey to a, uh, an uncertain end, our friend Sly from Point in Progress wrote a preview for us. Uh, and then Friday the 30th, Crime O'Clock coming to PC and Switch. Crime O'Clock is an investigation and time exploration game with a deep storyline. Investigate cases through time and involving maps uh, by unveiling a multi-era linked story. You will be observant enough to, no, sorry, you will you be observant enough to solve the mysteries. Crime waits for no man. I know this was like a darling from the GDC mix um, a lot of people were talking about. So it's coming yeah. on Friday. Sweet. I yeah. want to shout out too that uh, little to the left covers and drawers. The DLC. Oh is coming yeah, out that's it. Seventh. These video games they keep on coming and uh, they just keep coming. They don't the, stop. And the time just doesn't get better. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, PSA. Uh, <laughs> hey, next week will be another Steam Next Fest episode. Jill is coming back. We're going to talk about more of the demos we play, more of our impressions. Uh, but yeah, until then, thank you so much for hanging out. Like the video subscribe on youtube subscribe on podcast services tell your friends all that good all stuff thanks all the things do all the things go we'll outside follow jill follow jill at yeah indian at indian former at indie underscore informer or if you want to just follow me personally it's at finrun at n-r-u-i-n and then patreon.com slash indian former the indian former for that the indian yeah. former patreon.com yeah. twitter is former yeah, Twitter's uh, one character off from being able to put the Indian former, so oh, I had annoying. to make decisions. Should have done duh Indian former. I, I thought about it. I put it up there as a possibility, and I looked at him like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's a good choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out, Jill. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks Excited for letting me. Week come on and and gush about indies i don't like uh, people around my in my daily life don't want to hear about me doing all these things like you guys don't understand he's a fox and he's in jail Um, there's this coyote talking about guts and shit it's great it's amazing like okay jill yeah Uh, sure whatever freak (laughs) 